user experience and user interface designing are becoming a thing of priority. An efficient user experience not only smoothens the process for the user but also enhances the journey that a consumer makes while interacting with the design. Welcome to the brand new episode of the Tech Catch Up show on Nerd for Tech Originals and in this episode we have Ola Bahewa in conversation with us. Ola is a senior UXY designer and a top medium writer. And in this episode she talks about minimalist web and app designing and what goes inside the brain of a UX designer. Watch out the complete episode and you'll definitely love it. This is your host Kushak Shrivastav and see you on the other side. Uh, welcome to the podcast, the Tech Catch Up Show, a Nerd for Tech Originals, and I hope we have a great conversation today. So, uh, ma'am, just to begin the conversation, I would like to ask a very direct and a straight question. Like, why, why the space of designing? Like, how did you choose this space of designing, or like, what drive you to come into this into this industry and explore more about it? Yeah, sure. So, first of all, hi, everyone. Thank you for inviting me to your podcast. And yes, uh, in terms of design space, I suggest that this is the topic that I was interested really about from the very beginning of my career and even in my university degree. And the major reason for choosing the design industry was ability to create something new and um, build... Uh, products that will impact people's life. So okay. this is the major factor. Okay, great. Uh, so ma'am, like, uh, since you started your journey as a UX designer, you and then you have you have like uh, have been in the industry for some time. So a lot of things have changed over the years. Be it it must be your your perception towards design, your mindset mindset towards design. It it must have also. Uh, groomed over the years then uh, pe- how people perceive designs and uh, their acceptance towards particular type of designs that has also evolved during the period of time so now why why do you think or like according to you what are some of the major factors that has led to such kind of a change and also uh, the design space right now is quite dynamic and uh, whether you take it UX, user experience thing, user interfacing, everything is quite dynamic. So, uh, like, why, why, why such such kind of a dynamism is there in in the design space? And uh, like, how how important it is, how important such kind of a dynamism is uh, when when you look for when you look towards uh, creating some some great experiences. Yeah, that's a really great question. First, there are multiple factors will uh, which impact this dynamic. First, it is okay. the technology change, because okay. as far as the technology change, that means that the designers should change as well. The okay. second factor, uh, as far as UX UI designers, they create the products related to app design that means yeah. that devices are also changing and yeah. if we take a look uh, 10 into products 10 years ago and right now there is a huge gap and the third factor i suppose this is personal growth in comparison yeah. with uh, beginning of my career i would say that 
it was required to know less than right now because I don't remember that it was required to know the basic of coding before. But it is something you should show already right now in the very beginning yeah. of your career, at least some basic understanding. Yeah. Uh, so like, mom, uh, what I believe personally, creativity and innovation are something that go hand in hand. Also, the kind of job you are doing and the kind of workspace that you are in requires like both of these values to be catered a lot from time to time, uh, be it creativity, be it innovation. Also, one thing that I believe a lot of creative and innovative ideas are uh, maybe like maybe they come while you are having an interaction with your clients, with the consumers. So a lot of lot of things are derived from that conversation as well, be it ideas, be it uh, innovative strategies for designing anything. So I wish to ask like how how important do you feel is that conversation which you are having with your client or with the consumer to understand what what actually is required and like how do you personally go about such such conversations with your clients and consumers so personally i have the strategy which involves two concepts first yeah. it is a concept my product that i'm going to work with should decide business goals and that means i need to talk uh, business with the client to know okay. the business niche understand the competitors understand what actually should be decided as a final goal and the second approach that i use this is user approach so for example if we have target audience it is good to know what they're expecting to it is good to know what they want to do in this particular product and the combination of two this concept allows me um to create user-centered products that which uh, which will decide both tasks. So I think this is the best approach for all designers. Okay, great. Uh, also, ma'am, there is one thing which might happen and must have happened to you, like uh, during during conversations when you are interacting with your clients, with consumers, with the stakeholders. Uh, sometimes there may be a case when you are trying yourself very hard to get get what exactly. Uh, the client demands for or what exactly the need of a client is but uh, but you, you, you're not getting what actually they want also they are trying their best to explain it to you but maybe because they are not very clear themselves that's why they are not conveying the right things to you so how do you go when such kind of a conversation is happening and how do you ensure that at the end of the conversation both you as well as the client are on the same page and you you get some valuable inputs uh, through that conversation. So actually, it might happen with all designers, and there are two reasons why this might happen. First, it is a personal perception of the, your client. For example, you created a product with major color of green, and he okay. wants red. Okay. This is one approach. And the second approach, when there is a need in some new functionality or some particular changes. So first of all, uh, I highly recommend to start the conversation to talk about particular changes that should be requested, uh, that might be requested from your customer okay. and uh, trying to understand why, uh, what is the reason behind these changes. If it is a personal perception of client, then uh, it should be reconsidered because the product is going to be built for target audience and they might have totally different 
visual or functionality approach. And uh, the goal of any designer, try to explain any type of product that you you are working with from this perspective that you need to launch the testing or survey to ensure that this particular change will work and if it is only based on uh, clients expectations then in most of cases it won't work unless there is some research and it really requires a lot of changes so uh, the general approach of this try to understand the reason behind provide solutions and find uh, try to find the compromise Okay, great. Among like you talked about uh, data and uh, like there should be some data that supports uh, either your argument or the arguments of the client. So like, how do you feel like, how do you personally feel? What's the importance of data while you are designing out something? Like how, how do you balance out that thing or how do you analyze the data to get something uh, that help, helps you in creating more effective and efficient designs? Yeah, that's a really important thing to talk about because, um, again, if I compare experience right now and experience 10 years ago, I see the huge gap between these two approaches. Uh, okay. It is important to understand that your content, that your research should be uh, done before you are going to design something. Because okay. research will show you the data about psychology, about the pro uh, product niche industry, uh, important uh, things that will uh, impact your product. For example, by psychology, uh, your target audience prefer blue color and you designed uh, green color, right? Okay. So this, this product won't work. Or for example, you are going to create a product for Europe customers, but you created U uh, United States based uh, product. Yeah. Uh, the mentality of these two regions is totally different. Definitely. Uh, so I can go with more examples like that. And this data, any type of research uh, service will impact not only the way how the product will look like, but also how it will work. Because there are multiple functionalities that might be um, redesigned or totally rejected by client or by target audience. And that's yeah. why data is something designers need to always think about. Yeah, great. Uh, also, ma'am, one thing like I personally wish to know that what is what is the importance of talking uh, to interdisciplinary professionals, like you're working on a single project and then there are di different departments that are involved, be it development, product managers, stakeholders. So like, what what importance do you feel that like why is it important to talk to different departments while you are uh, as a designer as a designer why is it important to talk to different departments and take their inputs and then uh, work work along those inputs and try to synchronize all the inputs that you have got from various departments I suppose it is really important to stay not only solo professional, but also be involved in a team work. I'll explain yeah. you briefly why this is important because first, everyone has a personal decision for a particular problem. For example, a yeah. programmer will have the te technology to recommend you to work with. Marketer exactly. has some research about uh, the content that will be required to include. The yeah. product owner will have the data about uh, budgeting or the um, 
concept of the product, how product will possess on the market. So it is also something to include. So these small factors uh, will impact the final solution of the product. And it is really important to start this communication on the initial stage rather than on the final when the product is ready. Also, uh, for example, if a programmer work with uh, language X and you created the application that doesn't support this um, technology, that means that you need to redesign the product again because the programmer can't simply implement this. So exactly. these factors in total means that you always need to be connected to the team, even if you are solo uh, professional, just ask your client or stakeholder, are there any chance to talk to people who actually will continue to work on this product? And can I talk to them to ensure that I have created everything properly? Yeah. Also, ma'am, like I, what I feel nowadays that a lot of a lot of emphasis is being given to the user experience part. So, how do you like restrict yourself or manage your work so that apart from creating good designs, you also focus on the user experience part, like giving 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 a design that supports user experience and makes things uh, easier for the users not just creating great designs and then failing at the user experience end. How do you manage this? Yeah, actually there are some stages during my work that I use every time. Rather than concentrate, as you have already mentioned, on visual part of the product, I start uh, always from research. So this is my first stage. Okay. I try to get the information about, uh, even though, the information was already provided by my customer. I tried to do my own research to better understand the niche, the competitors, target audience, etc. So I'm collecting okay. this data. And it is good if I have the chance to talk to target audience. Okay. And the user experience is um, something to think about from the very beginning. And I understand that. And trying to as a next stage, I'm trying to build the sketches and wireframes based on functionality. So I forget about the visual part of product and trying to ideate some high fidelity or low fidelity wireframes based only on uh, functionality side. So this is what I call user experience, user-centered products. And the task uh, is to create the general picture of your future product. And then, yes, you will apply your uh, colors, typography, etc. And I suppose that UI, it is something that is already used as a polishing of your uh, user-centered product. It is not the major okay. fact, okay. Uh, but something to think about at the last stage. So the user experience, this is the very first thing you need to think about, a built product based on functionality that is expected and then apply other things. Great. Uh, also, I'm like, do you do you have any systematic approach whenever you are designing out something or whenever you are working on a project? Do you have something like a set process that you will follow while you are working on a project? Or is it like a bit of a random thing like you're working on your thoughts and designing and a bit of a half assert kind of thing where you are working, but it, it's there, there is no, no process kind of a defined. Uh, no, I have two strategies and 
they are totally different. For example, first okay. strategy I call startup strategy because okay. this is when I build products from scratch and it requires much more work. Okay. And the second strategy, it is already for established products or just online. And they are already something you can check, you can work with, you can upload, etc. Yeah. And these strategies are a bit different in the start, but they are same in the later stages. For example, if I talk about a startup strategy, then it it requires a lot of a lot of ideation stages, a lot of uh, research again, service work with customers, etc. Whether when I work with established product, it means I need to work already with target audience more and expect more um, improvement rather than implementation of new ideas. So it is something yeah. that. Uh, a bit different but the final stages will be the same it is testing it is checking your concept will it work or not it is applying the uh, colors typography etc that is already uh, confirmed by the previous stages so i think this is uh, my main goals for both of these strategies well that was great talking to you ma'am just a last question to end up this podcast uh, could you just suggest something some resource be it a book blog or anything podcast that you are you listen to a lot or read a lot and that has helped you personally to grow as a better designer and as a better professional yeah i do read a lot of information on medium because i'm personally contributing to this platform yeah. there are great resources from multiple publications such as uh, ux collective uh, ux planet and also muesli Okay. Uh, another great source that I'm listening to it is a podcast, Face Magazine. Uh, okay. They started recently the um, interviews, so okay. also interesting uh, thing to listen. And uh, of course, I use the most popular extension by Muesli from Envision. It allows yeah. to get the latest news from all platforms from all over the world. So, for example, Dribble, Behance, latest news, yeah. you can find everything there. And this is what I use every day. Well, that was great talking to you, ma'am. And I hope you enjoyed yourself in the podcast. And uh, thanks, thanks for coming to the show. And to all our listeners, whoever is listening on whatever platform, be it Spotify, Google Podcasts, YouTube, uh, just listen to this podcast and subscribe, follow, and share this podcast and keep listening to such amazing conversations. Thank you. This is your host, Kushak Shavastav.